Welcome to the Fast Movers Dynasty podcast, exclusive podcast for the Winners at War Dynasty League. This is episode 12. I'm your host, Jin, and with me, as always, is our leader, our commissioner extraordinaire, and Kenneth Walker, the third's number one fan, Lance. What's up, Lance? What's up, bro? How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. I mean, I didn't score the least amount of points this week, so... Hey. Wow. Oh. <laughs> yep. And joining us, if you just heard on the other line, is a special guest. He's the mentor of fantasy football and the manager of the Alendronates, Josen. What's up, Josen? What up, nerds? Yeah, what's How's up, man? Good to have you on. <laughs> Excited because, you know, you can teach us a few things about fantasy football maybe today. Yeah, Give us yeah, some insights. Yep, yep. I keep all my secrets to myself. So. Uh, that's... That's not how a mentor should be, man. Um, yeah, we all, have, we all keep try. our secrets. Yeah, we all know? got some secrets. Um, but before we begin, I know a lot of uh, our boy Daryl, you know, likes to talk about you a few times on the pod, um, mm. likes to take some shots or, you know, what whatnot. So anything you yeah. want to say to him before we begin? Um, Not really. Just that I also hate him as a person. And... He can buy me a cane for Christmas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you already bought my girlfriend a cane for her 30th birthday. So. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Daryl, sure. you're, you're getting older too, my boy. Come on. Anyway. All right. Well, welcome to the Bar for Power Hour, where Lance and I, along with Josen today, will discuss the league's power rankings, along with the pints and punts, and other pertinent news along the way. Um, just wanted to let you guys all know of some scheduling changes for the sake of yours truly, the podcast host. Uh, you know, don't want to have the wrath of of the wife and kids bearing down on me. So Power Hour will be recorded Monday nights and posted on Tuesday afternoons, while Battlegrounds will be recorded on Wednesday nights and posted on Thursday afternoons. Um, because of this scheduling change, Battlegrounds, you know, will record before the Thursday night football games. Um, but it'll be posted around the time Thursday night football starts. We'll try to keep those players playing on Thursday out of battlegrounds. Unless, of course, Lance, is if Kenneth Walker the third plays, you know, on Thursday, then we have no choice, right? Because Kenneth right. Walker is our We're battlegrounds straight. champion. Or right straight. Now. I mean, just put him in the Hall of Fame already. Yep, yep. <laughs> battlegrounds Hall of Fame. I'm not talking about real oh. NFL Hall of Fame. I mean, he's <laughs> he's on his I mean, way. If, bro. <laughs> If Ryan, if he can keep healthy and keep this going, man. Um, Thanks, Jen. You probably just jinxed it. So nah, I know I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm not very. I have bad luck right lately on this yeah. on the injury front. So ooh, maybe um, some some crazy news that happened this morning. Uh, I want to I want to see you guys to chime in. But Frank Wright, the coach of the Indianapolis Colts, were fired this morning. Uh, crazy like it must have been some sort of ownership maybe coaching struggles that's what i'm thinking but uh, josen i'll start with you how do you think this affects the team for this season at least because i'm hoping they're gonna find somebody you know next season but this season offense what you thinking about yeah. them this season probably gonna well lance has um gt and they're probably gonna keep him on the shelf until he's like fully healed because they're pretty much tanking um they're probably tanking for like 
Bryce Young or Stroud. Ooh. I'm thinking. Because mm, they yeah. don't have a So no Ellinger. Ellinger. Uh, Ellinger. I don't think that's going to. That's not a thing. He has not looked good. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Tell me about it. So, Lance, let me ask you. Um, so Frank Reich, you know, before the season began, he was glowing about, you know, being united with Matt Ryan. And the rumor was, you know, we read about read about it was an ownership decision to bench him. You think that had any to do anything to do with this firing? Some yeah. some this um dissent between who they should be starting at quarterback? I mean, I don't really know too much about it, but I mean it has to play a role, I think, because I mean um, he did want Matt Ryan to, I mean, he kind of got forced into starting the rookie, right? And I mean, maybe he wanted to go back to Matt Ryan, but they're like, hell no, or something. I don't know. But I, I do listen to a few podcasts and some like other fans or whatever are kind of like shocked by this. I guess they would, would want him as his head coach. So I don't know. I mean, I he seems like a pretty good head coach, but things went kind of south, so... Um, we'll see who he uh, gets replaced with. But I, I think they hired, uh, what, Jeff Saturday for this year or whatever. So, mm. yeah, who knows? Uh, O-lineman. But, or former I mean, Colt. If they shut down JT this year, I do not mind that. So, <laughs> just get better. Rest up, right? Heal up, JT. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Frank Wright was... I believe well respected around the Pretty league decent. And with the team, yeah. and you know he, he was. was part of the reason, right? Wasn't he a big part of the Eagles Super Bowl run and all of that? So yeah, he was their quarterbacks coach. So. Yeah, yep. I mean, and that was like Wince's, like when he was in the running for MVP. Right, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, you should. I, don't know. I mean, Joseph should know because you're an Eagles fan, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know how much That's better why... you can get with, but yeah. I guess. But maybe maybe they're gonna you know hire someone from the Shanahan tree like every other team is doing lately. <laughs> Take another one of our coaches, but we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um, but that I feel like that was the biggest news a bombshell that dropped this morning. Um, hopefully, like you said, it if it affects JT this year, I don't you don't mind it, but we'll see for everybody else. Um, so let's head to the bar and start with the power rankings, shall we? Um, so, I mean, status quo, uh, we got tier one, the craft hazy IPAs, the best of the best. We still got Mina here holding down the number one spot. I mean, he pulled out a squeaker against Daryl. Uh, I think he was clenching on this one, man. It was close. Um, it was a close matchup. So Mina, um, after this win is seven and two, like I mentioned, he beat Daryl. So we're going to raise a glass to quarterback Tua. Tago Vailoa, he had 30.08 points, went 21 for 30, 302 yards, and three touchdowns. I'm going to start with you, Lance. What do you, what do you think about uh, Tua's performance? And, you know, this is his quarterback, too. So he's looking pretty pretty strong after uh, the trade from a couple weeks back. Probably looking like his QB1 <laughs> with all them weapons, you know, <laughs> like... Um, this is one of those like up in the air, you know, coming into the season. Can Tua get it done with all his weapons? But, bro, he's been on fire lately. 35 points last week, 30 points this week. Um, we also said Mina has a baseline of we're not going to even mention people who score less than 30. So nope. Tua just made it <laughs> on this list. So uh, props to him, man. I always love to see like, you know, those island people having success in the league. So 
Oh, yeah. It's great to see. Well, we can mention another uh, island quarterback later, which uh, I'm going to you, Josen. Do you have any, uh, looking at Mina's roster, do you have any concerns about Mina's uh, wide receiver room as a potential opponent in the playoffs? Well, let me let me let me break it down for you. So other than um, wide receiver Cooper Cup, right, that's his wide receiver one. Um, after that, he has uh, we have uh, Mike Evans as his wide receiver, two. So he's, you know, been up and down with Tom Brady, right, uh, throwing him the ball and the Buccaneers offense being kind of stagnant, per se. Um, he's getting tons of targets, but not really doing much with it. So that's his wide receiver, two. And then we got Tyler Boyd, wide receiver, three. Um, thinking about maybe a Bengals offensive philosophy changing, will that affect you know the the pass catchers in Cincinnati? And then you Where got change, you know, with uh, with with Jamar Chase out, right? Oh. And then you see you see what they focused on this past week with on the run. So oh, right. going more from a run and gun in the shotgun, throw it a ton of times to more ball control, run the rock, um, time management kind of team. I mean, that might affect their pass catchers all the way from the top at T. Higgins down to Tyler Boyd. True. Just as something to think about. And then with Gabe Davis and Chase Claypool, I mean, they're just boom bust to the max, right? So after Cooper Cup, his wide receivers, I mean, on paper look still look strong, but you don't you don't you're not like, oh, that might be a little weakness that I can try to exploit in a playoff matchup. You don't think so? Uh, well, maybe Boyd, but like Evans, he got eleven targets. He didn't get yep. less than 11 targets um, the last three weeks in a row. So he's still getting the volume. Um, so I wouldn't be too concerned about that. Like, he just has to catch the ball, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, well, let me let me jump in on Mike Evans. Because if you guys didn't know, I think Sleeper on the mobile app added um, where they finished in retrospect to the league. So Mike Evans this week, wide receiver 34, um, previous week was wide receiver 13, wide receiver 13, but the previous weeks, wide receiver 45, wide receiver 27. So, I mean, <clears throat> he's right, you know, on that line of like wide receiver one, wide receiver two, and there's some weeks that he can just kill you. You know, I, I think with Mike Evans, uh, you know, he, he was known for that boomer bust type of thing. And we just needed to see him get targets, right? He would, he'd mostly be like, six targets with two touchdowns or something like right. that. You know what I mean? He's getting all the targets, you know, 11 targets, 11 targets, 15 targets. But I mean, he's not really turning them into like those really boom, boom games. You know what I mean? Like it's just something's going on and, you know, with the bucks right now, cause they just right. look out of sort. Yeah. And what's crazy is he hasn't scored a touchdown since week four. Which Crazy. is like not Mike Evans at all. So yeah, that offense which, needs which to. He, which he Ooh. scored two touchdowns, wide receiver one True. that week. True. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I mean they have like look at their schedule. You know, the last couple of weeks, like he. I mean, they're supposed to be pretty good matchups, and I mean he has some pretty decent finishes, but. I think you expect a little more on the touchdown category in like the category with Mike Evans. He's only scored three touchdowns this year through nine games. So just, you know, something to just to give you guys a little hope out there, <laughs> all the <laughs> numbers, you know, all the potential 
uh, number two seed all the way down to the sixth seed in the playoffs, you might there might be some some room to you know get kick Mino when he's down potentially. Not but a lock. It's not, not a lock. lock. Nothing not a is lock. a lock. Yep. So, but for every, wide receiver two, that's not too bad. You're not that's pretty wrong. good. It's pretty yep. good. Yep. But wide receiver three, you know, maybe, maybe mm. we'll see, we'll see. And especially Michael Thomas, I mean, not that he was of any use this whole season, but yeah. he's out for the season. And I'm sure Mino was hoping he can get like a desperation wide receiver three play, wide a flex play out of him, but that's not happening. So just just little chinks in the armor. You, you never know, you know. So moving on to tier two, the nitro stout. Creamy, smooth, rich, and dark. Could be tier one in some people's eyes, uh, but my eyes not not quite there at the hazy IPAs. But we got number two, Daryl, two hawk to handle. Took another L this week. He's at four and five. Last week he was number three on the power rankings. It's one of those rare uh, move ups, even after a loss. But a pretty good showing against uh, Mina's team and rode the backs of Joe Mixon. Um, but we're not here to talk about him because he lost the matchup, so we don't raise a glass to no losers. Um, we're going to punt these guys out the bar. The reason why Daryl lost by less than six points, we got the other running back, Alvin Kamara, coming out with 7.7 fantasy points. I mean, nine carries for 30 yards and only three receptions on four targets for 32 yards. This was the guy, right? If If... Daryl was gonna win this matchup. Alvin Kamara needed to just be just be average or just be his his normal, and he would have had the win. And Josen, what you think? Like Alvin Kamara's kind of hit or miss these days. Yeah, well, the whole Saints are kind of hit and miss. Yep, right? totally agree. And I'm hoping for more misses because the worse they finish, the better their the pick that the Eagles got from them. Oh right. Like right. I like it. So, so they don't even have incentive to lose and they keep losing. Yeah. Just like Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> his other running back, we got David Montgomery, 4.9 points, 14 carries on 36 yards, just caught one ball on two targets for eight yards. Lance, I mean, Justin Fields just took all the running yards, didn't give any to Demon or Khalil Herbert. I mean, what's what's happening in Chicago? What do you think? I don't know, man. Like, if it seems like Fields has, they just like figured out how to work, how to work the offense for Fields, right? Mm-hmm. He's the QB one and the RB one, just like Lamar was, you know. It's back a cheat code. Here. It is cheat codes, man. Like, yeah. so can you really trust any Chicago running back now? I think the only pe- person you can start is Fields. On the entire well, team, right? Like, I mean, Mooney has crazy. been coming. They have been throwing the ball a little bit more. You know, Mooney's been kind of having his games too. But I would be nervous to start any um, Chicago running back if, if I mean, they're designing runs for Fields. Like he's looking electric. You know, like rolling out. Just I mean, he just looks like a step faster. Like you know how Lamar looked back then. Yeah. Like, like linebackers, he just looks like he's just a step faster. So. Oof. I mean, I think Daryl needs to um, figure out what he's doing with that flex because I don't think he can uh, rely on Montgomery week to week. Yep, yep. And Patterson. He does. Patterson yeah. just came back, yeah. so that, that'll help out with the running back room for sure. Yep. Um, and then he spent like a first round for James Robinson, so he should probably 
make use of it. Maybe. I mean, he scored twelve. Redo button. He scored twelve. <laughs> that's yeah. that's more than Montgomery and yeah. the wide receiver Devonta Smith. Um, he had three point two fantasy points. I mean, come on, this Eagles team, two receptions on two targets for 22 yards. Can can they sustain more than just AJ Brown and Delcate either Devonta Smith or Dallas Goddard? Like, we need we need more out of this. Chosen, this is your team. We gotta get their stud receiver from last year's draft more targets. Yeah. Well, they didn't need to though for this You're game. Right. Yep. Uh, it's like a risk. Go for it. Got it. The, like the, they're pretty much have like an easy schedule the rest of the way. So, didn't they have an easy schedule have. to start too? Yep. Yeah. Super, yeah. super easy. Yeah. Man, I mean, yeah, you're right though, because they have so many offensive weapons. It doesn't even. It seems like they don't even need to even unleash more than half of them at a time. It's kind of right. crazy. It's. We'll see if there will be battle-tested for the real playoffs, but we'll see when the Niners challenge them one day. I mean, looking at their schedule, they got Washington, Indy, Green Bay, the Titans, at the Giants. Tough. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Can they keep up with them? Because Green Bay lost to Detroit. <laughs> like, Come on, man. <laughs> yep. Versus that defense, they only put up, what, nine points? Like, oh. Yeah. I mean, they could yeah. be they could be rolling in these next couple of weeks. They already had their bye week. I mean, back to Devontae Smith though. Like, you would like you would love to him to be locked in as a wide receiver too. But the last two weeks, wide receiver fifty five, wide receiver fifty nine. You mm, know what I mean? Yeah. It's so tough to like because AJ Brown is just such a like a beast. You know, he's gonna get his targets, and then you got Hurts. I mean, they got a Miles Sanders running the ball. Sometimes you don't need that second wide receiver. They got Goddard. You know what I mean? There's so many weapons that he's going to have, like, these zero weeks, you know, sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I I think you just – like, you just love to see a little bit more consistency, but there's just so many mouths to feed on that offense. And, I mean, they're, what, 8-0 right now? So, I mean, I don't think that's going to change. I mean, he's – He's definitely like at least what third, the third option maybe Goddard yeah. and AJ Brown. I mean Hurts. I mean it's tough. It is. It is. It's so, a good problem to have, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, for for the actual team, the Eagles, yeah. a great, oh, great problem, to, problem have. to have. Yeah. I mean, similar to what Debo Samuel's gonna have to go through, right? Which is another one yep. of um, yeah. Daryl's receivers. There's so many mouths to feed on that team. Um, you got CMC as the main guy and. I would assume the offense would roll through Kittle, Debo, and him, but you never know, man. Ayuk's been balling. Balling. Um, so Daryl's once strong-looking wide receiver room, I mean, it has a little... The wide receiver rooms uh, for the top two teams aren't as uh, ironclad as we, we thought they were. Mm-hmm. So that could... That could come back, man. Come back and bite them in the ass. And uh, let, me, let me ask you, Aaron Rodgers... Reliable QB two. Let me start with you, Josen. Is he a re- is he a every week super flex start now? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't feel confident, but like, where has he been finishing? Um, pulling that up right now. So Rogers, oh, yeah, you're actually right. So he was QB thirteen, QB twenty, 20. QB twelve, mm-hmm. QB twenty. 
So I guess the like I guess the numbers don't lie you, mm -hmm. in that sense, but yeah. it's just like you expect way more from this guy, don't you? No, it is receivers. Mm, true, true. Right. Yep, and Daryl got nobody Dobbs behind him because Mac Jones and Malik Willis ain't ain't cutting it. So he's gonna have to just roll with Rogers for better or for worse. Yeah. So that's another potential. Um, you know, Josen, we're we're just. <laughs> making you know just giving you hope here because we got you slotted in at number three oh, a really? two a two rank jump from number five last week so your 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 team is hard to gauge because we had you up here and then we brought you down and we're bringing you back up you're like um the highs and the lows right now because yeah. you had three straight losses but we come back with a solid win against andy's team uh we're gonna raise a glass to your your young running back stud Travis Etienne oh, yeah. Jr. Put the junior on that. I got 25.60 points, 28 carries for 109 yards, Damn. two touchdowns, only two catches for 17 yards. So let me ask you, Travis Etienne, we got Travis Etienne, you got Ken Walker, you got Brees Hall. I would say the three top cream, cream of the crop of the, the rookie slash one-year pros at the moment, at the running back position, so you, I mean, who you you would roll with Travis Etienne over those other two, if it was your choice? Yeah, uh, if I could have any of the three, yeah, uh, Etienne would probably be my third choice. Oh wow! Because like New York and Seattle, I feel like they're gonna push the ball running more than passing. You know what I mean? Mm, Whereas yeah. I think Jacksonville would probably be like even. Okay. With Trevor yeah. Lawrence. Uh, that's like for the future. That's what I'm thinking. But isn't Travis think, Etienne a like, wouldn't you say he's a more pure pass catcher than, let's say, Ken Walker, who, you know, you know, we, me and, me and uh, Lance love this guy, but he's a more natural pass catcher, right? True. So, I mean, it's not a bad problem to have. Travis Etienne, to add to the rest of your studs, I mean. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm just glad that um, Robinson's out of the picture. Right, right. right. And we Finally. there was questions, right? Can Travis Etienne get this kind of workload and still produce? And, I mean, mm -hmm. he's been – he's showing that he could. He can. And, and he'll only get yeah. stronger one year additional year removed from an ACL injury. So, I mean, yeah. stock's looking good, man. Right. He's looking good. I mean, and, let, me, yeah. let me jump into this since we're talking about, like, some dynasty rankings. So, Josen, hmm. I would say that Etienne right now is a top four dynasty running back. Would you trade him for Barkley straight up? No. Nope. <laughs> would I you trade him for an age. Mm. He's younger. Just based on age, yep. Yeah. Two year, two years younger. I mean, you could argue that he's a top three back right now with Brees Hall, you know, injured. You know, we, I yep. mean, yeah. you know, it wasn't like a like a super crazy tore up his knee, but I mean, things are up in the air with Brees Hall. You know what I mean? Like, is mm -hmm. he going to come back to the same situation that he did this year? Right. I mean, who knows? You know what I mean? Yep. And you could argue that. You know, Calvin Ridley next year is going to open things up even more for ETN. Or some work could go to, you know, it, it. it's just hard to tell right now. But yeah. there's, 
I mean, ETN is one of those backs that um, I would pick over a, like almost every aging veteran, of course. You know what I mean? So you could argue he's a top three back right now in Dynasty. Definitely. Yeah. And what's crazy is after the injury last year and probably, oh, definitely even before pre-draft, you had um, Najee Harris, who was also drafted last year, and Javante Williams, all one-year backs. They were drafted way ahead of Travis Etienne. And now, halfway through the season, you'd rather have Travis Etienne than both of those guys. So, it's crazy, yeah, it's crazy how, how fast, fast things yeah. change. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you got a stud. Um, and to go with your your team is looking strong. We have you back at number three. Um, how does it feel? Mm, still iffy, but better than before. Like, I, what's his face? Who did I beat? <laughs> Andy. Andy's Andy. team is pretty solid. Oh, yeah. So, and it was I mean, a close match, too. I mean, and, you had some question marks with, you know, Garrett Wilson, but he's had some back-to-back great weeks mm-hmm. you know wide receiver 14 this week wide receiver 16 last week so i mean he he was looking like like not so good these last yeah. weeks before you know wide receiver yeah. 65 wide receiver 85 wide receiver 72 wide receiver 58 so i mean hopefully he can keep this up because i mean they he those last two weeks he's just been going off so yeah Yep, it's, it's crazy how things can with, change um, week to week. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's for good to sure. See him doing that with um Zach Wilson, yep. yep, yep, yep. So at least the potentials there. Yeah, guarantee. And Garrett Wilson, I mean, that's just your wide receiver three. So your wide receiver room, um, those three at least top three look pretty dang good. And then we just got to get Darren Waller back healthy, right? I mean, yeah, geez. waiting on that. But I'd so rather once... him come back healthy and not too too soon and, you know, tweak it like Jahan Dotson and he's out for another several weeks, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So once we get that guy back in your lineup um, to to replace the roulette wheel, Taysom Hill. As long as you can keep <laughs> as long as you can keep in the in the playoff picture and if Darren Waller can come back for the stretch run. I mean, you got a nice looking team there. So, like you said, never anything can happen, you know, in the playoffs. So you'll get in, and let's yeah. go from there. Yeah. Uh, moving on to number four, the guy you beat this week, Andy's team. The Hills have eyes, uh, six and three. Last week he was number two, so we dropped him down two spots to number four. Um, these are the reasons why he lost the game. Uh, we're going to punt these guys out the bar. We're going to start with wide res- uh, running back DeAndre Swift. He had 6.5 points, two carries for 10 yards, and only three catches for 40 yards on four targets. Um, guys, is this... I mean, he just came back from injury, I guess, but ooh, the trend doesn't look good for DeAndre uh, Swift's uh, outlook for the rest of the season. What do you guys think? Lance, I'll start with you. Um, man, like Swift is one of those running backs that I was targeting in every league this year, you know, and it's just one of those things where I think the head coach just hates him. <laughs> like, like mm. what, what is going on, man? You're just, you're just putting him in bubble wrap. You know what I mean? Like last week he had five carries and after the game he's like, we gave him two Mets carries. Like seriously? Like, you know what I mean? This guy, whenever he touches, he's kind of like, um, he reminds me of Camara coming out when he was a rookie. Like, 
he was just getting very like limited touches, but with his touches, he was like fire, right? So it's it's just really hard because he's one of those elite talents that he can catch the ball, he's great, but the team just doesn't want to give him a full workload, and that just hampers his fantasy value. Did you watch the last two games? Like, I have. Do you, do you, oh, okay. I don't know how he looked. I didn't get to see it either, but. I mean, I saw a play or two on red zone, and I mean, the catches he made, he made a nice, you know, nice, his cuts were good, and he looked explosive when in space, but yeah, yeah, I don't know, man, it's um, very worrisome, and, and, and the moment you give him a big workload, he goes down, right? So, like, exactly, I mean, he was one of those, also in Dynasty Leagues, he was a, a top five yeah. running back yep. at the beginning right. of the year and uh, definitely not that anymore not at this point no. so kind of crazy again the running backs just just fluctuating like crazy um and also another running back on on andy's team that we thought was an anchor at least for this season we got leonard fournette 8.5 points on nine carries for 19 yards he had five catches, of course, so it's on seven targets for 41 yards to get to that 8.5. But, man, Tampa Bay's offense is not looking good. I mean, we talked about Mike Evans earlier. And now moving on to Leonard Fournette, I mean, you got Josen. You got Rashad White on your team. So the the worse Leonard Fournette does, the better it looks for your uh, rookie running back's outlook. So what's your thoughts on Leonard? Yeah. I'm just waiting for his annual hamstring pull so that mm. I can start Richie <laughs> White. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it happens. I mean, I think I, mean, I actually I started him, right? Yeah. You did because Chubb was on bye. Yeah. Chubb was on a bye. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, maybe but, next week. <laughs> it's, it's definitely possible, but Leonard yeah. Fournette showing his age a little bit and that offensive line definitely ain't creating the, the holes for him. Right. Uh, moving on to a couple more people we're going to punt out the bar on Andy's team. We got wide receiver DJ Moore, 3.4 points, two receptions on six targets for only 24 yards. He had a blow-up game the week before, and then he comes back down to um, three, wide receiver 50. So he's very up and down, which is kind of is how he's always been. Um, what's your thoughts on DJ Moore, Lance? Um, I would have loved to see another week because you I like to see three weeks, but I mean, there's you can't trust a QB down there. Mm-hmm. You know, is it going to be are they going to put Sam Darnold in? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, is they going to put Baker in? I mean, PJ Walker had like nine yards at halftime. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh my God. it's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, that <laughs> the, that NFC South's quarterback, starting quarterbacks, uh. Not looking too good, if you ask me. Um, we're gonna skip over Traquan Smith. I mean, Andy had to do a desperation play at Superflex because Tannehill was out, and I guess he uh, didn't have um, enough time to put in Davis Mills, so he tried to put in Traquan Smith. I, I mean, you can't you can't blame him for trying. So you don't you you could stay at the bar for a little longer, Traquan. Um, but that also brings me to a further another question. I mean, we bring this up constantly but the lack of qb depth on andy's team well it could definitely hurt him in the end of uh, when he gets to the playoffs right so there's i'm going to just point out there's three teams that are definitely not making the playoffs and that have quarterbacks that 
I mean, depending on how much you're willing to give, could be for sale. Uh, we're going to start with Mike's team. We got Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, and Daniel Jones. I wonder who's, who could be available. Lance, your team, you have Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson. And, um, I mean, if you, if you want to get you. somebody for cheap, you can get Katie Pickett, <laughs> Russell Wilson, or uh, the back from the dead, Baker Mayfield. Um, I mean, I've, I've, on the brief conversations I've had with Andy, he's definitely reluctant to do any draft pick trading. Um, and he would need to, you know, really, I guess, gauge if it's worth it or not. But I mean, uh, obviously Justin Herbert, right? But would you take a flyer on a maybe possible one year rental in Tom Brady or Daniel Jones? Uh, if you're if you're in Andy's position, if I was Andy, I would, because that's pretty much his only weakness. Right. He has so I many mean, assets. Be... He has so many yeah. assets. Yeah, his team is super deep, but I think that might be if it's him and Mina in the finals. I think that would be like or you the difference or me. Yeah. I mean, you got Josh mm-hmm. Allen and Trevor right. Lawrence. You know what I mean? Like, you're gonna be going like in the finals. You're gonna like in the playoffs, you're going to have teams with like stud QBs and decent QB2s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, it's hard because Superflex in our uh, point scoring, you know, all the touchdowns are six. So, I mean, that's yeah. why we have some of these QBs going off. And I think like he really got a hit on his positional players, you know, and they have been this year, you know, yeah. with Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson. But when you have some down weeks with, like, Swift or Fournette and, like, you know, like, Gino played great this week. Um, But if that's your QB1, like, and your QB2 is, like, Mills possibly or Tannehill, who they like to – they love to run the ball. You know, they're a run-first team. You can get a little nervous, you know, come come playoff time when you're going against, like, Josh Allen or, you know, Hurts and – you know, these mm-hmm, stud mm-hmm. Mahomes, like, I mean, we're going to be talking about Micah's team soon, but Mahomes and Fields, like, they can easily put up 30 each. And, you know, yeah. and if you're, if you're super, your QB2 is putting up like 10, you're in a hole already, you know, yeah. like, right. it's tough. It's tough. Yep. At That's some point, right. Yep. And so out of those names that I told you, would Tom Brady be, I would say, the most, realistic to acquire without having to fork up multiple first round picks, right? Justin Herbert is going to cost a ton, but Tom Brady, you might be able to get him for a decent price for a stretch run. Uh, Mike does. does. Yeah. So the three that I mentioned are all out of the playoffs. So yeah. And Lance, I know Dak and Watson would probably cost at least a first, right? So, I mean, that's something I don't know if they'd be willing to do, but maybe Tom Brady on the cheap, Russell Wilson on the cheap. I don't know. You know, he's, oof, I, I, God, I don't know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, like, I'm I'm just hoping that it, it you know, London and the high knees just helped him out and, and whatnot. But, I mean, he well, ain't worth nothing right now. Their last game was probably their best game, right, so far. True. Against yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. So. so maybe they're starting a trend up. So we'll see. But yeah, Andy, I mean, if you're listening, um, try to shore up that QB too because you do have a very strong roster um, top to bottom other than that quarterback depth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so moving on to number five, we got Ryan, Cobra Kai. Had a loss today to Micah. So he's six and three now. So we dropped him down one spot from four to five. Um, it was it was looking close um before the Monday night football game, and then the score, Micah just totally ate him up at the end with Kenyon Drake and Uh, Juwan Johnson, but the guys were punting out of the bar. Ryan's team, we got Raheem Mostert, eight point six points on nine carries for twenty six yards and a touchdown. And then Khalil Herbert, we mentioned earlier with David Montgomery, uh, he only had two point three points, seven carries for twenty three yards because Mister Justin Fields took over. And wide receiver Jacoby Myers had four point nine points, only had five catches for forty two yards, and then he also lost the fumble. Um, so looking at his, his roster, right. Um, he has Rashawn, Ramondre Stevenson and, um, Saquon Barkley as his top two running backs. But at first last week, we were talking about how his running back depth is looking pretty good overall. Um, but with the trade of Jeff Wilson going to Miami, I mean, looks like they're going to be a 50, 50, which is a way, um, closer than we predicted last week so with that and Khalil Herbert and D Montgomery being kind of lackluster that wide receiver room I mean that running back room is not as strong as it looked and then with Romeo Dobbs and Bateman out Ryan's depth's getting really um, tested what you guys think I totally agree. Um, Moser was looking like a really solid, you know, RB2, but I mean, Jeff Wilson outsnapped him um, this week and is looking like um, pretty much like a 50 50 timeshare. But um, Stevenson and Barkley, I mean, Stevenson's been on fire um, since yeah. what, like week three? He's like, he's an RB1 since, you know, week three. Um, yeah, I mean,. I mean, he has, I mean, his running backs, I mean, Khalil Herbert's not looking too great right now. Um, pretty top heavy with Stevenson and Barkley, but yeah. I mean, just got to hope they stay healthy because that's really all you need. <laughs> yeah, just two. <laughs> <laughs> just really all you need, yep. Especially with Barkley, he's a lot. To put, to put things into perspective, since week four, Ramondre Stevenson, Running back 14, running back 2, running back 6, running back 10, running back 11. So he's been getting it done, man. And it seems like he's going to be the leader going forward. Um, it's an, I mean, it's health, man. You know, health. Like, these top – like, come playoff time, like, who cares about depth if, like, your guys yep. are healthy? You know, but it's the regular season that you need some depth, you know. So right. hopefully it can stay stay that way, but we'll see. Yep. And moving on, um asking you, Josie. So as a potential playoff matchup, would Ryan's team out of the other five other playoff teams, six if you add David into the mix, is his team the one that you'd, you know, be hoping to, to match up with compared to the others, in your opinion? And, well, I feel like if I say, yeah, I'm going to end up playing him and he's going to beat me. So, <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> you know, it's tough, man, because he's like we said, last power rankings, you can take these top six or seven teams yeah. and they're very close. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not a lock for anyone this year. I think some I, I think um, through the weeks we saw Mina's team just stranglehold you know stranglehold on the you know the one but 
as we saw, like some, there's maybe some question marks now in that wide receiver room. So we're starting to see some teams like, um, you know, even out a bit. I mean, Micah's team has, um, is got to be on the rise too. You know, his yeah. quarterback was situation was looking a bit iffy, but I mean, his team is looking good, but I mean, there's still some holes, you know? Um, so I think you could, you could rank these top seven teams like so close together that it's anybody's game right now. Perfect segue to, we're going to talk about Micah's team, um, potential tier jump. Cause Mike, Micah's team, like um, just to, just to let you guys know, he's five and four. Uh, he beat Ryan last week. Uh, we're gonna raise a glass to Patrick Mahomes, thirty six point one four points. I mean, he threw the ball sixty eight times, completed forty three of them for four hundred forty six yards, a touchdown, 68. and an interception. Six, six carries for sixty three yards and a touchdown, and a two point conversion to top it off. And then running back Kenyon Drake picked up from the waiver wire. Uh, spot start. I would think beat you by a dollar. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ooh, <laughs> uh, I'm sure Mina's not liking that he dropped them like what after one week of uh stinker that he put up. But 23.9 points, 24 carries for 93 yards and two touchdowns. So those are the two that we're gonna raise a glass to for this past week. But the more important question is going forward. I wanna, I wanna say I think he's jumped up a tier. Um, and the the reasoning for that is one guy, Justin Fields, right? Yeah. I mean, before before this um, ascension, he was a iffy start to be as a whole. Like, w- would you even start him in the super flex? And it was looking like hell no. But now that's his quarterback, too, after yeah. Patrick Mahomes. So that has to change the outlook for his team. And he has to be. We talk about Daryl being a scary opposition in the playoffs but going up against Patrick Mahomes Justin Fields I mean Joe's in what you thinking well if he started Justin Fields he would have been the highest scoring team this oh week. by I mean, far he would have beat yeah. everybody yeah by so, far his team mm. is legit so I would say his quarterback room is um as good as it gets yeah. out of out of all the yeah. teams right yep. now yep. Um, probably has so... the best quarterback room and like best and youngest Right. I would agree. <laughs> and he has Kirk Cousins as a backup yeah, just in case, yeah, right? So that's, yeah, yeah. man, that's yeah. looking good there. And then you move on to his running back room, which is, I mean, not too shabby also. I mean, might not be in terms of dynasty, but for this season, you have running back one, you have Christian McCaffrey. Then you can slide in Josh Jacobs or Miles Sanders as your RB2 and 3. And then you have the back, the the you know, the spot start Kenyon Drake, if needed, if the situation's right, you can plug him in potentially. That's a pretty solid running back room, right? You can only start three of these guys at the most. So if they stay healthy, I mean, that's almost as good as it gets also. What you guys, Lance, what do you think about that? I mean, like we were talking about uh, Micah's wide receiver room being a little like um, not so strong. But I mean, you can start a wide, you can start a running back in your flex. Yeah. Miles Sanders or Kenyon Drake some weeks. You know what I mean? You'll need to start three wide receivers. So I mean, Micah's team is looking pretty good. I think he deserves to be in this top this next tier up, honestly. Yeah. Just based on his like, name me a better 
quarterback deal duo in this whole league. Can't. I mean, can't. You know, and he, I mean, he, we're talking about dynasty. I mean, Patrick Mahomes and Fields could be on his team for how long? Yeah. You know what I mean? Problem. And, and CMC. Like, one of the things that I look at, too, um, in fantasy is ceiling, right? And, I mean, he didn't start Justin Fields this week, but Micah has potential. CMC was on a bye, too, by the way. If if he started Justin yeah. Fields and CMC has a regular game, he's putting up 200. Right. So his <laughs> ceiling is top-notch to any team in this league. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, it's hard to argue, why, like, why he, sh- like, he should be in this tier, I, I think. Yeah. The tier up, I yeah. Agree. yeah. Yep, yeah, I totally agree. Like, if you're just looking at his quarterback room and his wide running back room, it's like, man, it's hard to find a better, better squad. Right. Um, I mean, just based on three players, like, you know, yep. when we come playoff time, you're looking it's at studs. teams, right? Mahomes, Fields, CMC. They could easily put up 100 points between those three players. You know what I mean? So it's tough to pick against Micah's team right now. And he, like, if you're talking about tight ends too, because tight ends are very tough to come by. I mean, Kittle, I mean, he has proved it, like, his history behind that he can be a tight end one. So, I mean, Micah's wide receiver room is not looking too bad. T. Higgins, Godwin. Um, Samuels or Cooks, you know, coming in at wide receiver, like his third. So I think Micah has a pretty solid team. Yep. So let, let, let me take you back to maybe a week or before I made the trade with Andy. I offered him Tyreek Hill for Jamison Williams straight up. So imagine this team if he had Tyreek Hill. Ooh, man, I think he would. I think he'd um, be in the conversation for like one or two right now. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's, you know, timing Literally. is everything. He wasn't yeah. ready to give Jameson up back then. And of course, everybody, everybody was kind of down on Tyreek for some reason, right? Before he showed that he's still, he's still the cheetah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, just, just think about it, guys. Like sometimes the deal, it's, it's a good deal. And and yeah. it's you got to make it sometimes. But now he doesn't have Tyreek, but he'd still got Chris Godwin, right? He got Kirk Cousins, so he's shoring up his his depth. But if he had that wide receiver one, guys, oh, man. Every, yeah, the league is lucky he didn't do that. Oof. So, But, yeah, you're right. I agree with you. What you think, Josen? Is he Does he do, belong in the same tier as you and your fellow um, Nitro Stouters? I feel like he's on Mina's tier. Whoa. Top tier? Right? After after this discussion, I feel like he's top tier. Wow. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's man. fireworks. I mean Okay, so we don't we don't we don't just move up people two tiers lightly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh why don't we I personally Ooh. personally What you think? Is, yeah. Personally, I would rank them fourth i fourth. would i would rank them it's it's a toss-up i would out you know daryl Josen and micah's team i would still put mina's team in you know the top ranking i mean he deserves it seven and two he's been so consistent he probably scores like 140 150 a week like averaged you know um but i mean i think uh micah's team definitely deserves to be in this next tier um, I don't know if he's quite 
up there to be ranked one or two yet. You know what I mean? But I, he could argue he's top three, four. You know, it's it's tough. Or I mean, yeah. What? Let's do it. So I, I will. We're gonna put Micah at number four right now. I'm down so for I, it. I'm down yeah. for it. Like, so, like, let, let's look at like, because like, I mean, Andy was four before, right? Look at the QBs. You know what? Who, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's tough to pick against Micah right now. Like, Fields is just has such a good baseline. He seems like he's putting everything together. Mahomes is just Mahomes. And if it's Andy's team goes versus Micah's team versus the playoffs, who are you taking? I'm taking the better quarterbacks. So, I mean, let's do it. Let's do it. Yep, we got it. We we're gonna put we're sliding Micah up to number four, jumped up from number seven. Not just joined the tier, but just eclipsed a few members and just took the tier on his back and just said it's mine now. So Daryl, he's coming for you too. So you better watch he's out. Coming. <laughs> he's coming. He's coming. I mean, potentially each week My Micah has the quarterback one and the running back one. So I mean field yep. <laughs> yep and and what's crazy daryl we're we have daryl at number two guys but he's not even in the playoffs right now so it's like a lot can still happen back, so a lot. Wait, back to fields quarterback yep. one this week quarterback Qu five quarterback five quarterback eight so i, I mean, mean jesus on a roll right now just broke just broke the rushing record for Regular season QB with 170, what, eight? Why didn't Micah play him? Oof, I don't just... know, man. <laughs> I mean, he had three great weeks already. It's like, I mean, oh. he got Detroit next week and he got oh. Atlanta the next week. So, <laughs> okay, Micah, you might be jumping in tier one. Like, Joseph might be just um, calling it for the next couple weeks. You might be jumping tiers pretty soon, my friend. Um, your team looks. A-okay in my book. Um, we got you up in that tier. So so that means David's team, Dawson Blocks, is in tier three all by himself, the brown ale. So not quite as flavorful or creamy as the nitro stout, but a step above the golden ale in terms of flavor and body. So he's all alone. Tier three, David, number seven. He took the win. Uh, he beat me uh, last this past week. He's five and four. He was number six last week, but because of Micah's meteoric rise, he's dropped down to number seven. Uh, we're going to raise a glass to Austin Eckler, running back of the Los Angeles Chargers. 20.6 points, 14 carries for 47 yards and a touchdown. Caught seven balls for 24 yards and a touchdown. He did have a fumble loss. Guys, did you see that almost touchdown that he, he had where he caught the ball, the defender, like, swung like swung him around and he kind of like went on top of the defender and did that like a turn and jetted for the end zone did you see that play by any chance i did not no no oh, I didn't. it was like a his elbow barely grazed the grass so he would have had another touchdown if it wasn't for that so austin eckler i mean he's been balling um balling but, but the rest of his team yards, yeah, I know, but ten, if, he, if he caught that catch, ten touchdowns in five weeks. Damn. damn, but he only even with Austin Eckler's great game, he would have lost to pretty much 
every other team because he only scored 92 points. So he got lucky that he challenged me. So what does he need? What do you guys, what do you think? What does he need to get into tier two? So he has Lamar Jackson as his quarterback one. Uh, Goff and Stafford uh, is fighting for that QB two. Got Eckler. Michael Pittman's been a dud. His wide receiver wide receivers. Wide so, receivers. So I mean, does he? Well, if if you were his, if you were in his shoes, um, Josen, mm. would it be a? Would you just? Is it time for a teardown after seeing all these other six teams just, you know, beasting it? Um, would you try to sell? I mean, I don't know who you would even be able to sell for anything worthwhile. Um, sell Jackson, tear it down. Mm. So Jackson Eckler. to you, maybe. <laughs> I mean, he Eckler. could get the most. You're right, Eckler. Yeah. Lance, I totally forgot. Yeah, Eckler, I mean, he's not a long-term dynasty running back, so you could probably ship him off for something decent to one of these contenders. I mean, he's 27 years old. He's an RB1 in our league right now. Um, anybody would love to have Eckler on their team, but if you look at David's team, the depth is just, I mean, just a lot of disappointments at, wide receivers this year Pittman is he playable <laughs> like right? Allen Robinson is he playable Seriously. you know it's tough man like Juju has been coming on recently but Maybe, there's yeah. a lot of mouths to feed in um Kansas City one week it could be him I, watching the game last night it feels like he is that reliable option though for Mahomes outside of Kelsey yeah. you know so I mean I think he will be good week to week but it's hard. I mean, Keenan, Keenan Allen this week or this year, just unreliable. <laughs> right. You know, Lazard, I mean, he's been pretty good pickings too coming off a of bye week. But it's tough because, you know, you look at these other teams um, that have just like Mike Evans is Amina's wide receiver too. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's tough. Like you got Daryl with Debo, Chase, and all these other Hopkins. It's tough to compete when you're starting Juju Smith-Schuster as your wide receiver one. You know, yep, so it's yep. tough. It's tough. So let me ask you, Josen. So Austin Eckler, I mean, he could slide into your roster pretty nicely. I was looking. Would you trade Garrett Wilson for Austin Eckler for your playoff yeah, run? I would not. Okay, Ooh, well, that's, see, that's, a, that's a line. I think Wilson's career, like, we were playing Dynasty. I like that better than, like, Eckler. I feel I like, like one or two or three-year max type of yeah. thing. I hear you. And I would start ETN and probably uh, Chubb. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I but Eckler, running, Eckler he's like a running back one right yeah. now. <laughs> I was just wondering. I mean, it was just I was just looking at your team and looking at, you know, who – would who would kind of entice me if I was a the Austin Eckler owner, and yeah, it would ha Garrett yeah. Wilson would probably be the the guy that would you know need to be in the talks or or right. what what draft pick would you trade Austin Eckler for if you you know if you're trying to contend first is he worth a first to you? No. No. It's tough because we're all, it's tough because I mean we're playing dynasty right and to some managers 
winning now is a priority versus having a wide receiver that could be producing for, you know, five, six, seven, eight years. Yeah. You know, like, right. like it's, it's, it's different to see different styles because I feel like, Josen, you're running this, this, like this fine line of competing, but also want to compete mm-hmm. for the next yeah. couple of years. You know, you, right. you got, you got the young people and you also got the, the vets, but like what do you want to it's hard because you're right in the middle of a 50 50 of hey our team's competing now you have really good depth um you have really i mean youth you know but hey if 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 david dangle uh dangles eckler is it worth it to trade some of that youth to win now (laughs) you know it's it's different for you but like a manager like Daryl or Mina or somebody else could be like, hell, screw those young players. Who knows what they'll become? But I know I'm getting the RB1 this year. Well, they don't got know? first round picks, so Josen don't have to worry about those two. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Josen got all his assets right now, you know? Yeah. So, but I mean, it, it's, it's tough because Dynasty, you know, you like, you like those younger players that, you know, look, have potential and stuff, but Eckler is proven. You know, and, and Wilson has have had that, you know, has had two good weeks, but he is still tied to the other Wilson, you know, yeah, so true. it's a tough, mm-hmm. it's a tough decision. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I wasn't, it was just, yeah, I mean, that was the, it was a tough decision. And I think, you know, it, it really, it really just depends on philosophy and whatnot. Oh, sorry, I cut you off, Josie. What yeah. were you going to say? No, and it's timing too. Like, I don't know if David's thinking of, like, you know, starting a rebuild or if he wants mm-hmm. to hold on to him. And then also, like, is Eckler enough to put me over the top? Um, like, say I do that trade now, and then Josh Allen, like, he kind of banged up his elbow. Right. If he's done, then I'm, you know, I'm, my team cannot compete. So I'm not going to give away, you know, my future resources when it's not. You know, it's still early for me. Right, right. And it's not a guarantee, <laughs> you know? No, you're not. Yeah. It's never it's a not. guarantee. Yeah. Like, yeah. does Eckler make your chances of winning 5% more, 10% more? It's not like 50% more, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. It's, I mean, it's... though, guys, Eckler, last five weeks that he's played, RB2, RB1, RB4, RB2, RB six. It's because so, I, it's because I traded for him in class league. I'm straight <laughs> I up. I mean, you. That's as <laughs> yeah. consistent as you can get. And yep. if you can slot him as your, I mean, he would. I think he would automatic. He would be your RB one, and Chubb would be your RB two, and Etn would be your flex. Ooh, so good, good problems to have. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's not a guarantee. You're right. And, but if you could do that for, uh, I mean, ideally, right. You do that. And your, your first round pick would probably be eight, uh, seven, eight, nine or 10. Right. I mean, think this- about it this way. Think about it this way. He's averaging 25 plus a game. So look at your team, look at your average and add about like 15 points to your next guy <laughs> like you know what i mean each week right, right, right. And, i mean that's what he's adding to your team 
So, I mean, big, big addition. He's the running back just, one, but it's just something to think about. I mean, this like is, I said, we don't know what Davis thinking yeah. either, right? It was just, yeah. it was just yep. hypothetical. It's just hypotheticals right and now. And I was but, just looking at Davis' team, and I don't feel like he has enough to really fight with the top six anymore, but he's not quite at that bottom tier level. Like, you know, I am. Um, the three of us at the bottom are, but mm -hmm. well, if he sold Eckler for a first, I mean, accelerate that rebuild, then it could, it could, I mean, timeline wise, Josen, that, that could make you, I'm just saying, anyway. Well, well think about it this way, Josen. You're this, this playoff picture is looking like a top, you know, six or seven teams. If you don't get him, what if another contender gets him? You know what I mean? And that could put your team at a disadvantage, too, because now another team just got stronger that you're competing against to win the title. So, I mean, I mean, David could be talking to multiple contenders in like the next couple of weeks. I don't know what he's thinking right now. He could still go for it. You know what I mean? But yeah. there are teams that would love to have him and. Any contender right now would automatically, I feel like, take Eckler and just be jump up a tier. You know what I mean? Like, imagine right. if Micah got him. Oh, game <laughs> over. Even Ryan, if you had add Ryan, if Eckler, Stevenson, Saquon. and Saquon, I mean, it, lots of things can happen. I mean, this, that's what's exciting about Dynasty. But I just wanted to bring that up with you because I know, I know you love, you know, the young guys awesome i love it too i mean that's all i have too on my picks. roster and picks, picks but everyone got picks minus daryl and mina so yeah uh but you know we'll see it's something to think about food for thought yeah, yeah, um for sure. so moving on to tier four the golden ale the situational beer good for some occasions but might not have enough substance for most lance you um we jumped you up a, a spot from number nine to number eight and you're the lone Lone person in go the Golden Ale tier, tier at Tier 4. Um, you beat Mike last week. Uh, we'll talk about that later. We're going to raise a glass to running back Kenneth Walker, the third of his name, 26.4 fantasy points. I mean, a, a big 26, a, like a emphatic 26.4. 26 carries for 109 yards, two touchdowns, and he caught three balls. For 20 yards, single-handedly, you're going to lose you the number two pick, by the way. So, <laughs> Is I it, mean, though? <laughs> uh -oh. I mean, did you see the max points for? Oh, I uh -oh. did not. <laughs> you're only up. You're only down like two points on, on Mike. Ooh. <laughs> Kenneth Walker is just, just taking it. You, <laughs> Oh, not two. Sorry, I exaggerated. You're only, you're only down two. eight points. So Ooh. Mike only has, yeah. 18, so 18, 18. Yep. Oh, I was looking at, sorry, I was looking at points for, yeah, 18. So, I mean, that's close, man. Yep. Pretty close. Yep. Um, But Kenneth Walker, I mean, what more can we say? But Lance, I mean, you moving up and you're still getting that top three pick at least. So, it's like a best of both worlds for you right now. Yeah, looking good. I mean, it's it's nice to see your rookies playing well, you know. I mean, Josen, ETN's breaking out. So, um it's it's just good to see i mean he's looking legit man yeah, i mean it's tough because having watched jt a lot this year so <laughs> we yeah. shall see 
Yeah, Kenneth Walker. We'll talk more about him next episode. Um, but moving on, let's make this quick. Tier 5, PBR, out of money. Got to settle for this. We got number 9, Mike. Uh, lost to Lance last week. Um, we're going to punt Mike out the bar because... Uh, what you did this past week, Mike, is a no-go, bro. Um, you benched all your guys, looks like, except for a few. Um, PSA, this is not how to tank everyone because draft position is not based on record and it's not based on points for. It's based on max points for, which includes your bench. So the only way to really tank is to trade your studs for future assets. So this does nothing. It's not fun for the league to see this because we don't want you to luckily challenge Lance we don't want this to happen against a playoff team and potentially alter the playoff race right so let's right. let's kind of nip this in the bud we'll, we'll talk about we we'll talk to, we'll talk about it next episode and I yep. will uh, post everything because I mean you know I know we all got busy lives fantasy is not like you know everybody's priority you know people got stuff to do but i just want everybody just to be on the same page you know um just to know the rules um because it's it's different of a redraft league you know where you just put your lineup and stuff you know where i we really want to make this league like a really fun league for everyone um and a league that you know is fair and it just continues on for years and years and years um so I mean, we'll go over that too, because I mean, there's some there's some other rules like poaching and stuff that you know is new to people. You know, this this dynasty league is new to everyone. Um, so I just want to get everybody on the same page, and um, there's just no need to bench your studs. <laughs> you know, it's just like Jin said, max points for is determining draft order. So um, try to win each week. I mean, there's our there's certain you know. Um, Record does matter when you're talking about winner's bracket and loser's bracket. And, you know, there, there's those lines of like, hey, do I, do I need to start two QBs and all that? But we'll talk about that um, on the Battlegrounds episode. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, um, and number 10 uh, is going to be me, as always. Your lowly number 10 ranked team. You know what, Jen? Uh, Yo. You know, Jen, I was really hoping for that three week, you know, so we oh, could start bro. talking about him. But the bro. counter reset again. <laughs> counter for you reset. know who. <laughs> I mean, we mentioned those local boys, you know, uh, quarterbacks, uh, Tua balling out. And we got, you know, other guys like defensive tackle DeForest Buckner, you know, being a beast. Um, I just got to say, I hate Marcus Mariota. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's great that, you know, Ritter. you got another Where's chance Ritter? in the NFL. Yeah, but, bro. Bro, you know that tight end <laughs> of the Atlanta Falcons? He, you know, he had the most air yards out of everybody this past week. Yeah, and on Atlanta, on Atlanta well, how many targets. of those balls he was wide open for deep, deep yeah. potential touchdowns, yeah. and Mariota just airmails it like, oh my god! And not only does he do that to my boy tight end one, but he also does it to my other guy Drake London, who's like this giant catch radius target monster and he oh he just misses him and so sorry i hate you marcus mariota i'm sorry <laughs> uh, but what do you guys think about my my name change mile high knees boy great, love it great <laughs> you know i still gotta do something for my team you know maybe get that spirit up you know I'm, 
doing doing my knees and the making sure everybody knows that I'm doing high knees across the aisle, waking up courting something. Maybe that's why he's scrubbing it, right? I'm not letting him get in beauty rest and all whatnot. But Russ, man, that guy. I don't know. My team is a mess, but I got three first round picks, so I ain't mad at it. <laughs> yep. Any uh before we close, any last uh parting shots, any thoughts uh you wanna Give out to the rest of the league, Josen. Any warnings? Um, I just want to say thanks to you guys for making this podcast. Like, it's something that I wasn't expecting at all when we started this Dynasty League. So it's pretty cool. It's entertaining, and keep up the good work. Thanks, oh, bro. thanks, Josen. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, the rest of the league, watch out because if Josen gets uh, Austin Eckler. Y'all in trouble, <laughs> right, Lance? Oh, <laughs> yep. You never know, never know. We might have planted yep. a little seed. Uh-oh. Yeah, but um, let's talk about next week's or this week's matchups, too, you know, coming up. Yeah, week 10. oh, yeah. Um, I got, you know, Mina's on a bye week playing me. <laughs> I'm on week. a bye week. Mm. Oh, yeah. you're on a bye week as oh, well. Yep, playing Jin. <laughs> um, Micah's playing uh, Mike. Uh, let's see. Another bye week potentially. Yep. Andy playing. Oh, Andy playing. Um, Darrow this week and Cobra ooh. Kai versus Dawson Block. So, um, with David. So, looking like those two matchups are probably the top matchups this week. So, yep. Look forward to this Battlegrounds episode coming up. Yup, guarantee. I mean, Darrow. We mentioned right. He's on a gauntlet. So let's see if he can. We can. Uh. We can get him to miss the playoffs. Let's go. Let's go, everybody. <laughs> Let's go. You I want the other that. six as of it, you in the playoffs. Daryl is not in the playoffs right now. Yeah. Yep. So maybe David, you should keep Austin Eckler. Maybe you should buy more assets because we that's let's let's do this. We're gonna keep Daryl out of it. That'll be great. Great for the league. <laughs> but with all that said, we will conclude episode 12 of the Fast Movers Dynasty podcast. Have a great middle of the week. Uh, we'll see you guys in a couple of days. Um, and yeah, take it easy. Josen, anytime you want to come on, man, please. Please. Sounds For good. Sure. Do. All right, peace. 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 Leaders.